With regards to nobody died, nobody got hurt in these wars. Alright, so that was Auto Hoax or GTFO by Chief Crow and the Flat Earth Worms. Very nice. And this is Conspiracy No Poll Review, episode number seven. And ooh, have we got a spooky topic for you today. We're taking a look at the question, are ghosts real? So I'm going to be reading out your live stream comments. I'm going to be going through a few clips that I've found from the old interwebs. I'll be reading out the comments that were left on the Conspiracy No Poll thread that was to do with this topic. We've got a lot to talk about today. And I know a lot of people will be like, JLB, ghosts don't exist. They're just a fiction on TV or in myths or books or this kind of thing. And you could be right about that. Then there are others of you who are like, JLB, what do you mean hoax? I know ghosts are real. I saw one one day and I totally get it. A lot of people are very polarized on this topic. There are the strong believers for and the strong believers against. But I'm going to try and be objective if I can today on March 7, 2023 for episode number seven of the No Poll Review. I want to try and be objective, open-minded and look at the different perspectives on this topic because there are many different angles you can look at this topic. There are different conceptions of what the word ghost means or is referring to or the different supernatural or metaphysical forces that might be out there. So there's a lot to talk about today, isn't there? So let's start, shall we, with this question. It was answered by National Geographic 15... This video was uploaded 15 years ago to YouTube. Can you believe that? So it's only a short clip, 2 minutes and 30 seconds. This is from National Geographic. So if you go to a YouTube search and put in, are ghosts real? This is one of the top results. Let's take a look at this. As we'll find out, these orbs, supposedly the energy signatures of ghosts, may simply mean it's time to have the house cleaned. And those wild fluctuations in the electromagnetic field could mean you need an electrician, not a ghostbuster. But before we unleash the skeptics, we need to start with the basics. If ghosts exist, what exactly are the damn things? And are they really damned or just damn hard to pin down? For those of a skeptical bent, when it comes to ghosts, well, there's a lot less here than meets the eye. So for those of you who are listening to the MP3 version of this, the National Geographic clip that we're looking at is playing a whole bunch of clips from different movies like black and white horror films and this kind of thing while the narrator is giving his narration. The ghosts that I've witnessed and that I've been exposed... Ooh, this is James Randi. Now that name rings a bell. ...still and that have been offered as examples are usually the results of poor understanding of technology, of psychology, or of perfectly ordinary events that happen to us all the time and can be misinterpreted. For the believers, ghosts are as real as the living, and ghostly apparitions come in several flavors. First, there's the old standby. Ghosts are dead people. Dead people who had something like a transporter malfunction beaming from the here and now to the hereafter. That malfunction is usually caused by some sort of major trauma, like murder or suicide. Curiously, it's said these spirits often don't know they're dead. 
A second kind of apparition appears to be a mere echo of something that happened in the past, some sort of psychic residue. Like a looped videotape of a moment in time, this kind of haunting seems to have no will of its own and does not interact with the living. A third type is called a crisis apparition, when the dead are said to appear shortly after their deaths to people close to them. A crisis actor apparition. They are reputed to be aware of their deaths and can interact with the living, most often bringing messages of comfort. Well, that's just a short clip. So that is the National Geographic overview of the ghost idea. They presented three types of ghosts. The ones who were meant to go somewhere else, but there was a transport or malfunction, possibly due to trauma, such as murder or suicide. There was the other one that just sits there and doesn't do anything. And then there was the third one as well, which is some other kind of uh, confabulation or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying enough attention, was I? Now, let's go and take a look at the live stream chat. Lots of people in there already. Or are they? Are we even live right now? What's going on here? Has this show already been hoaxed? Have they kiboshed me? They might have kiboshed me, folks. Let's go and take a look here. How do I go and check the live stream comments? Goodness gracious me. I need a producer, folks. I'm struggling here. So how do we go... I don't want the mini player. I want the thing where I can see the comments, folks. It's comment time. Ooh, default view. There we go. So we've got people watching live from all around the world. Thank you, folks, for your patience. So we've got YouTube's in the room. Matty33 says, I wouldn't say ghosts are a hoax. Only on TV. Something paranormal happened to me as a kid. I don't know what else to call it. But if you were to give it a label, it would be classified as a ghost. That's Matty33 in the live stream chat. Thirst for Truth is in there. Clockwork 113. Epic Souls are all in there. As usual, good to see you all. Rocco Calzone says I'm coming through loud and clear. I appreciate that. Nathan Oakley says the TLDR is that thoughts are supernatural, aka above the physical, however. Without the physical, conscious thought cannot exist beyond an external creator. See the ontological primitives. Ghosts thumbs down. He's gotten into his philosophy, hasn't he, Nathan Oakley? Ever since he got into his flat earth debates, he's gone to learn some formal logic and he's learned how to use the different logical fallacies to tell people that they're wrong. You're wrong. That is a blah, 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 blah. And uh, off he goes and what have you. And uh, yeah, it's good, no, good on him. He's... I like to see people trying to learn things. I try to learn things. I'm trying to learn things. 35 years old, I'm still trying to learn. Yeah, yeah, boy. Ivy Bird says, not sure if they are real, but I've had interactions with them. Well, Ivy Bird, if you've had interactions with them, how could they not be real? Now, you did put the real in inverted commas, so maybe you, there's more nuance to what you're putting forward. Please tell us in the live stream chat, what did you interact with if they were not real? Von Gogh says, this is a tough one for me. I have never actually seen a physical spirit but have had many strange things happen in my life, as I assume most people have. That's interesting, Von Gogh. I've had lots of strange things happen in my life, so I, I think most of us can probably agree with you about that. But have I seen any ghosts? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's the kind of thing you would remember, isn't it? Unless I did see a ghost, but I was so scared I repressed that memory, and it's burrowed somewhere deep within my psyche. And maybe it will come out today. Maybe this will be like some kind of therapy session. 
You never know. You never know. Linda Curtis says hello. Benton says hello as well. Cubstar is in the house. Auditing Estonia. Do you remember him from last week or her? Could have been him or her from last week. Says that he hasn't seen or felt any ghosts that I know of. But the Ghostbusters movie is cool. Hmm, that's very interesting. Well, let's go and take a look at this Conspiracy No Poll subreddit. Of course, this is the Conspiracy No Poll review, which we do every Tuesday evening, Plovdiv time, which is Tuesday afternoon, American time, which is Wednesday morning, Australia time. And the idea is that I find a thread from this subreddit and I go through all the comments that are left. I read them out. I read the OP verbatim if I can. And then we go through all of that. And then I read your live stream comments as well. So we're going to this thread here. If ghosts are real, why don't we see ancient ones? Now, this was posted five days ago by somebody who calls themselves Save Us Jeebus which I believe is a Simpsons reference. So let me read for you what this person posted on Conspiracy No Poll. This was their original post. Then we'll go through some of the comments. So let's read this out. I might even zoom in for those of you watching at home. There we go. So they write this. So I watch a lot of ghost YouTube channels, mostly for background noise and some amusement. It got me thinking though, why are the ghosts seen usually more modern ones? Has no one ever seen, say, a caveman ghost. And if advanced ancient civilizations were real, which I believe, why don't we see ghosts of them? This also got me thinking about the whole prison planet theory. The theory that we're actually higher beings imprisoned in this reality, or this earth, and the whole white light thing, and following angels or relatives, or whoever, when we die, is just so our captors can capture our spirit again to be entrapped in a physical form. Or something like that. I'm sure I'm missing some stuff from the theory. Could that be why we don't see more ancient ghosts? We're essentially recycled and forget our past lives and whatever our last body was is what our ghost looks like. And no, I'm not high or drunk. One of those random thoughts while waiting to pick my kids up from school. Lol. And that was by Save Us Jeebus. Five days ago on the Conspiracy No Pole subreddit. So what I'm going to do today, my friends all around the world here at the Conspiracy No Poll Review number seven, I'm going to read out some of the replies to that OP on the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit, and I'll be reading out your live stream chat comments as we go through this. So please tell me in the live stream chat, I'm not going to mock you or deride you or try to embarrass you or whatever. I'm just going to read out your testimonies. If you have testimonies of seeing or experiencing one of these crazy things. Now, let me say this. Mm, say seven or eight years ago, if you said to me, are there, is there another species of walking among the humans today? I would have said, no, I don't think so. And I'm very confident that there isn't. If you said to me, are there ghosts or are there other, let's use the word supernatural for want of a better term. Are there other forces or entities that can appear to us or demons or whatever you want to call them? that appear to some people and could appear to you as well, I would say, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. And I would have been very confident in saying that. Well, a lot has happened since then, my friends. I've come to realize that I've been more or less conditioned, brainwashed and programmed by school, television, more recently social media, and of course, society at large, society in general, we all condition, train, and help to, 
homogenize one another, don't we? And we all start to think the same things. And especially those of us who progress through academia, it's very easy to become what you might call materialistic. And I don't mean as in wanting possessions. I mean as in to see the world through this materialist prism, this materialist philosophical framework where all that exists is matter. And so what you think is your consciousness is really just a bunch of chemical or electrical reactions or what have you. And there's nothing but the matter that we see and the forces they have on each other, like uh, you know, so-called gravity or what have you. But there's nothing else, basically. It's very easy to go down that path, especially 10, 15 years ago. Back when Richard, I mean, back in the mid, say the mid 2000s, I want to say, the first decade of this so called millennium, people like Richard Dawkins were fairly popular. I don't think they're so popular now. I think the people who run the show have sort of, they've gotten what they wanted from that whole atheism push, but it wouldn't really mesh well with some of the other things they're pushing these days. So the atheism doesn't seem to be pushed as much. But back in the day, back when I was a relatively young man, back in my formative years, the late teens, early 20s, People like Dawkins were very popular and they pushed this idea that believing in God is stupid and by extension, believing anything other than the uh, orthodox view of what reality is, is, uh, you know, for uneducated people, stupid people, this kind of thing. So it's very easy to fall down that kind of, uh, to go down that path, isn't it? But I've seen some things, I've experienced some things over the past seven or eight years that have led me to reevaluate a lot of things. So have I seen a ghost? I don't believe so. It is possible that I did and I've repressed the memories, but I don't think that's the case. I want to try my best to peer into my peer into my own soul over the next hour or so. Don't think there's any repressed ghost memories. And I haven't seen alien people, lizard-type people. I haven't seen these other entities that people speak of. But I'm more open-minded now than I was back in the day. I will say that. Because what I have experienced about this reality... The things that I do know to be true from empirical observation, things that I thought could never happen, some of them, folks, shook me to the depths of my miserable soul. And some people might say I never really recovered from some of those experiences. Some might say. But that's another topic for another day. Today we're talking about these ghosts, aren't we? So we saw that clip from National Geographic. I'm going to read, dear viewers and listeners all around the world, I'm going to read some live stream chat comments. You've got to let me know, folks, if the audio breaks up today. I'm using my Ethernet cable, as I explained last week. But just when I was testing the connection before I pressed go live, I did see a little hint from my computer that it wasn't working the way I might like. So please let me know if there are any issues. But we need to get to the live stream chat and read through some of these comments. We've got so much to talk about today, my friends. Yes, indeed. All right. So, Sean Hamer says, I think there is a good case that ghosts or angels and demons are merely metaphorical representations of the lower states of mind and behavior that people inflict on each other. Well, that's a very thoughtful comment. Yeah, some people... Sometimes we as humans, we can mistreat one another, can't we? We can be nasty to one another. And we like to think that if we ever did that, that we have learned from it that we tried to make amends for it and we wouldn't do it again. But it does seem to be human nature to occasionally say nasty things to people or try to tear one another down or just somehow not be positive to other humans, isn't it? And some seem to be, some people seem to do this far more often than others. 
Some people seem to have a real problem with always being negative and uh, undermining one another. Some people do that. But then there are other people who are generally positive and uplifting and supportive and giving praise where it's due and this kind of thing. There's a whole mixture of people out there, aren't there? Good and bad people. Or maybe people who are good sometimes and bad other times. You know, I'm not trying to get into all that uh, sort of moral philosophy today, although maybe we will. Who knows where this will go today? Who knows where this conversation could go? So, Sean Hamer, thank you for the comment. It is Tuesday morning, Hawaii. Time says Rocco Calzone. Nathan Oakley says, I think the girl Ghostbusters movie is better than the original. Good old Nathan Oakley, always liking to stir the pot. Linda Curtis says, in this old house I used to live in, when 20-something, it would get cold and we would smell old lady perfume, flowers. Ooh, that's a bit creepy. House was haunted by an old lady who likes to wear lots of perfume. Giggy Abby Lynn says, I really got to get on site and dig in. I haven't yet on that site. Which site would that be, Giggy Abby Lynn? Do you mean Conspiracy Nopal? It's a terrific subreddit. Some would say the best subreddit of all time ever. Some would say that. I would be one of those people who says that. I am a little bit biased though. I might be a little bit biased, but I think it's a terrific subreddit. You want to go and check it out. In fact, why don't we take a look? What are the most popular topics as we sit here right now on the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit? And of course, as I've explained before, sub there are different subreddits. There are thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds, of, I don't know how many subreddits there are. Some are much more popular than others. Of all of the ones that there are that are somewhat popular and there are new posts and what have you every day, there's a few conspiracy subreddits. Or there's one called Critical Shower Thoughts, which is kind of like alternative, but not so conspiracy. There's all these different uh, subreddits. Now, some subreddits are better than others because they have better regular contributors. Or how do we say, like the culture. Each subreddit has its own culture. Some are very similar to each other, like news, world news. I mean, they're all the same. It's all just the same lefty nonsense. But the smaller subreddits, they have their own uh, subculture. You can call it that. The way that people speak, the topics they talk about, the way they interact, these kinds of things. And so if you've had a bad experience in the past with the Reddit, I do understand because a lot of it is trash. But this particular subreddit, if you haven't checked it out before, I do strongly recommend it. And let's take a look at the trending topics today. The number one topic today is, could modern engineers and architects and construction firms build structures as impressive as... And then if you go to that thread or that particular topic, it's talking about, you know, those ancient cathedrals. Some of those massive cathedrals that look like they were built by master craftsmen, master uh, people who can build very impressive things. And the question is, could those be built with today's technology? Same with the pyramids. I hear people even to this day say, oh, you know, they... They couldn't recreate the pyramids even with modern technology. So how'd they do it back then? And I'm like, what do you mean they couldn't build the pyramids today? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Have you been to a city recently? Have you seen any skyscrapers recently? So you think the engineers and the architects and the construction firms who built these 100-story skyscrapers, you think they couldn't build a bunch of rocks out in the desert? Really? I think... I think that's one of those ideas that when people hear it often enough, they just parrot it, they regurgitate it without really thinking about it. And then when someone comes along and says, are you sure about that? It's a little bit painful to the ego to realize that you you might have been parroting a lot of nonsense for all this time. Like, So if you're saying, they, if you're saying that modern engineers, architects, construction people 
who build these amazing, not just um, skyscrapers, but these large shopping malls, these massive bridges, all of these marvels of modern engineering. Or the tunnels, these tunnels that go under, you know, kilometers of, um, like these kilometers long tunnels that go under cities or go under rivers or go through mountains. You think the people who do that today, if they put their mind to it, they couldn't build the pyramids? I really think that's a little bit silly, to be honest. I really do. But I can see why people parrot that because when you hear something often enough, it just it becomes the truth, doesn't it? And then someone has to come along and say, are you really sure about that? And then we have to put our ego aside. Like, yeah, it hurts a little bit to realize we're probably wrong about something. But actually, yeah, see, now that I think about it, yeah, maybe... Maybe the skyscrapers in any modern city are way more advanced than the freaking pyramids. Maybe they could build it with modern technology. You know what I mean? Just putting it out there, folks, not trying to uh, offend or upset anybody. That's the last thing I would want to do, folks. That's the last thing I would want to do. Oh, I forgot to tweet this out. Sorry, folks. Let me tweet out that we're live right now. Yeah, yeah, boy. There we go. Get the old Twitter action going. Alrighty. Where were we? Oh, yes. I was reading the live stream chat. Lots of people in the live stream chat. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Yeah, yeah, boy. I'll try and uh, tone down the yeah, yeah, boys. Van Gogh says, everything looks and sounds good, JLB. I appreciate that. Maddie 33 says, I don't know if this is a ghost, but I know people I trust who have seen the hat man while having sleep paralysis. I have had sleep paralysis before, but I've never seen or experienced anything. Hat man? What is the hat man? Never heard of this. And I'm a man who likes to wear hats. Hat man nightmares and sleep paralysis. Goodness gracious. This is a five minute clip, folks. Let's just take a quick look at this. This I just felt like there was somebody kind of around. All around the world, people are experiencing the same terrifying vision in their sleep. It was just a black silhouette, completely black. He couldn't, I couldn't make out any features. I never saw a face or eyes, but just this dark kind of outline of a man. Guys, it makes the story now. He's something spooky. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, with some type of a brand tap. There were three of them for me, and, and the, the one in the middle. So oh, no, this guy had to suffer through the three hats, man. And two of them weren't even wearing hats. Why are people everywhere having the same nightmare? I'm Corinne Pertil. This is Quartz. Subscribe to our channel for more videos. Why would I want more of these? This is spooky. The vision is virtually the same everywhere. I collected accounts from forums, chat rooms, books, and interviews, and noticed a few common themes. Oh, wow. There's a Reddit for sleep paralysis. Dark. Okay, I didn't know that. Let's go and take a look at this, guys. There is a Reddit for sleep paralysis. There are Reddits for everything. Sleep paralysis. So I found this out. For those of you who are listening to the MP3, the clip that we were just watching from YouTube shows this lady who is investigating the hat man thing. So it shows her on her laptop and she's on the subreddit sleep paralysis. So I've just gone through this now. They've got about 50,000 subscribers, which is roughly a similar size to Conspiracy Nopal. 
They've only got 22 users there now, so they're probably a little bit less active than Conspiracy Nopal, but that is still a decent-sized subreddit. Here are some of the, the top topics on their subreddit right now. Overheating right as I'm about to fall asleep. The second one is hearing voices, footsteps, and seeing shadow people or entire hallucinated realities every night. Oh boy, the next one says first-timer, so I guess there's someone who's going to post their account of the hat man. The next one says... Fear of dying, being unable to breathe, fear of my heart stopping, but getting out of it in two to three seconds is this sleep paralysis. Someone writes, has anybody been able to figure out if our eyes are actually open during sleep paralysis? Another one says, trying to help my little brother stuck on hallucination death date. Whoa. How about what are their top... Because what you can do is, any subreddit, you can go to their top submissions, say, of the past year. So their top submissions from the past year on this Reddit sleep paralysis is, can anyone else feel themselves slipping into sleep paralysis? The next top submission from the past year for this subreddit says, anyone else can feel a sleep paralysis before it happens? Holy crap, someone writes, I was effed during sleep paralysis and my boyfriend got mad at me. What the hell? Let's take a look at this one. It says, I, 19 female, have experienced SP a handful of times, the last one being in April. Each time he would get closer, whether I'd hear him or see him, I guess she's talking about, you know, the hat man or some equivalent, to the point where this guy climbed through my window and started pulling me off my bed. I would get the typical vibration sensation. I'm not going to read to you exactly what she wrote, but you can see it on your screen if you're watching the presentation, the video version. She's basically saying that she's she had uh, she had the liaison with this silhouette man during the sleep paralysis, if I can put it like that. So then she says that she told her boyfriend and he got mad at her because she was... This, guys, we're living in a clown. No offense to this lady. I'm like, assuming it's a lady. Known Investment 623 who posted this. Uh, but this is just... Why am I even reading this? How did this become my life, folks? 35 years old. Sitting here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. And somehow I'm reading someone's story about engaging in the sexy time with a hat man during sleep paralysis then telling her boyfriend and him apparently getting jealous of the hat man in her dreams, in her sleep paralysis. Why am I... How did it come to this, folks? I had so much potential, folks. I could have gone anywhere, done anything, been anybody. And somehow, I find myself on a Tuesday night after almost two months of sobriety. In fact, tomorrow is two calendar months. Not that anybody's counting. Sitting here reading this kind of thing. We live in a strange world, folks. Maybe I'm just the man for the job. Maybe I belong here, after all. Goodness gracious me. So, anyhow, this is the Sleep Paralysis subreddit. I didn't even know it existed. And now I can tell you that at least one of these people, they don't just get paralyzed in their sleep. They engage in what they're claiming was um, unwanted sexual liaison with the hat man 
And she even uses the R word to describe the interaction. So she was the R word by the hat man in her sleep paralysis. Then when she wanted sympathy from her boyfriend, he got mad at her, presumably because he was jealous of the hat man. And these people, these people vote, you know that. These people can vote. So this idea that, oh, democracy and all the rest of it. Like, do you, I hope the elections are rigged, to say the truth. Like, I hope they actually are rigged. Having worked at a couple of elections in Australia, I don't think they're rigged. But I wish they were. Because that would make a lot more sense than letting everybody decide who gets to be the leader. I mean, have you spoken to the average person about anything lately? Outside of their job? Outside of pop culture or the news? Have you spoken to any normal person about anything recently? Seriously. Have you just tried this? Just sit and listen to them talk about something? I'm talking about... I mean, I know some people. I know a lot of people. I'm sure you do as well. You know a lot of people. If you just sit there and listen, like, don't try and convince them of anything. Just bring up a topic, listen to them speak. It's really phenomenal, folks. It really is. But, um, outside of their job, which they tend to know pretty well, and outside of pop culture or sports ball, which they usually know at least one of those things pretty well, and outside of the news, just anything else, just ask them. For their opinion on something. It's really quite remarkable. What a time to be alive. Alrighty. Let's go back to the live stream comments. Yeah, yeah. Got about 40 people watching from all around the world. Ivy Bird says, I saw a shadow boy walk down my hallway a few weeks before my fiancé died. Holy shit. We knew something bad was going to happen. Well, Ivy Bird... We've never met, and I don't know you, but I... What can I say that? Um, I'm sorry to hear about your fiancé passing away. That is spooky, folks, isn't it? That's a spooky story. I mean, imagine somebody you're going to get married to, and then one day you see a black apparition or some kind of um, supernatural force, and you get a sensation that something bad's going to happen. And then the person who you're meant to be getting married to dies unexpectedly. Man, I wasn't really expecting this kind of episode today, folks. I just... I, you know what I did? I was there at the cafe today, like I usually am, and I was going through the different topics, and I was like, what are we going to choose today? What's going to be the topic for today? Because every Tuesday, I choose a new topic to review, and I saw one of the popular threads was about ghosts, and I was like, you know what? Let's do something different today. In the past few weeks, we've done different topics on different things, None of them really paranormal style. So I thought, hey, what the hell? Let's go back to old-fashioned conspiracy discussion and talk about ghosts. I wasn't expecting this kind of episode, to tell you the truth. And not that I'm complaining. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this all around the world. Here at Conspiracy No Pole Review number 7. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. This is getting very full on. Uh, thank you for sharing your story, Ivy Bird. I wish I had something intelligent to offer by way of reply but I've got nothing I can barely even imagine that I can barely even imagine that but I can tell you something should I tell this story or not mm, maybe later maybe later I'll tell the story if we get time I'll come back and tell the story so let's go back to the top scoring links let's leave sleep paralysis I've seen enough uh, from that subreddit for today so what are the other popular topics at conspiracy no poll that's conspiracy, N-O-P-O-L. The next topic, so I told you about the, the idea that people can't build um, 
ancient buildings anymore. People are discussing that. The second most popular topic on Conspiracy No Pole at the moment is, this is the title of it. It says, if I were an evil government that wanted to kill people who were anti-government, I would deregulate until a deadly virus spreads, then encourage people not to take the vaccine. Yeah, I've seen people posting similar thoughts to that for about three years now. So uh, that's uh, not a new idea. Of course, sometimes it's okay to recover old territory, as it were. The next most popular topic on Conspiracy No Poll at the moment is what do you think when you see news stories about new discoveries in Egypt? Very interesting. The next one is churches and cathedrals. Are they places of worship? The next one is that the COVID VIRUS does not exist and neither do viruses in general. They are simply used as an excuse to inject poison into people. Well, that's a controversial take. Very dicey, dicey. Let's hope YouTube do not kibosh me merely for reading that out. What other threads have we got there? Someone posted simulation and the destruction of objective truth. This was a terrific thread, actually. I might just read you a couple of sections from the OP. He says, how I learned to stop worrying and love the hoax. He asks a question. Has the age of simulation destroyed objective truth? A simulation produces at least some evidence for an event. Is the event real or not, given that the simulation produces true evidence? Objectively, one cannot treat the event as being either real or not real. Current events have become meaningless due to their undiscoverable truth. Not only does this apply to current events, but also to so-called ancient history, since the sources from these stories cannot be proven or disproved. Very interesting. So, lots of different threads at Conspiracy No Poll. Somebody asks, are these major so-called drug busts even real? You know these stories in the news, they happen regularly. Ooh, uh, some drug trafficking ring has been caught with $20 million worth of insert drug. And it's like, do you actually believe those stories? Does it, like, I used to believe those stories. Now I think they could be Ministry of Truth, 1984-style complete hoaxes. Like, not even... Not even based on truth or embellished or exaggerated. I mean, quite literally made up from start to finish. The whole thing. So if you, what I'm saying is if I read a news story about some big drug bust, ooh, the, they were intercepted by the AF police as they docked and the officers went on and they found all of this uh, drugs inside of toys from China, whatever the story is. I'm like, yeah, maybe that happened. It could. They, they could have just made the whole story up. There could have been no boat, no shipment of toys filled with uh, narcotics. The whole thing could just be made up from start to finish. Yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment when it comes to these kinds of stories. That's just me. Somebody says, dreams access to possibly wiped memory. So as you can see, there's all kinds of threads at Conspiracy No Poll Review. Almost 60,000 subscribers. In fact, by next week, I think we might have cracked the magic 60,000. About 100 people there right now as we speak. Okay, so... Let's get back to this, if ghosts are real. So I read to you the OP, the original post that got the discussion started at Conspiracy No Poll by Save Us Jeebus. Now I'm going to read to you the top reply that was left in reply to that OP. So Ferildo says, maybe ghosts may fade over time. If ghosts are the lingering energy or soul of a dead person or animal left on Earth for whatever reason and that energy isn't attached to a corporeal form, maybe they lose coherence. I think a lot of ghostly phenomenon don't have to be attached 
to a specific entity like a ghost. They could be more like echoes of events that manifest when background harmonics are right, like a rogue wave. They may not happen consistently or reproducibly, but they do happen. Or we could be catching random noise when the brain sheet multiverses gets too close together. I don't know, fun to think about though. And so there are a few different replies to that particular comment. Let's go to the next major reply to the OP. This is from Blitzer046, one of our resident orthodoxologists at Conspiracy No Poll, one of the people who tends to support or defend the establishment, which is okay. We welcome all types of people, so long as they're civil and polite and constructive. We welcome all kinds of people at Conspiracy No Poll. And Blitzer046, I believe, unless I'm confusing usernames, but I think Blitzer is the Australian from Melbourne, I think, actually. And, uh, which is, of course, the city where I grew up and the epicenter of the nonsense for a solid year or two. You know what I'm talking about. And Blitzer tends to support the establishment. So what are they going to say here? They say, or modern ones, some dude from 2010 wandering the house looking down at their phone searching for good Wi-Fi signal. See, that's a good one. I like that. How come... And he might be being facetious here, but there's actually kind of a good point there. If people are seeing ghosts, how long until someone sees a ghost and the ghost is like, you know, a modern person, you know, like walking around with a skateboard or uh, can you see tattoos on ghosts? Maybe you can see tattoos, you know, like tattoos are very popular these days as you, many of you guys have tattoos, of course, and uh, very popular tattoos. How long until you see this old, haggard ghost and she's got a little dolphin on her on her wrist, you know what I mean? Or uh, on her back somewhere. How long until you see that? You know, or some dude with a sl- some some ghost dude with a sleeve tattoo. Yeah. Or, as Blitzer suggests, walking around the house looking for good Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? Wanting to check in on Facebook. How long until we see that? All right, what's the next reply? This is from Milltown KB says, I have thought similarly. This is replying to the OP. I've also thought that perhaps time is a wave as well, a wave that gets weaker and weaker the further we get from the moment in time we exist in our section of the wave, if you will. Our moment in time is the leading edge of that time wave. The ripples only moving in one direction, away from us in backwards direction. Some theories say ghosts are images from another dimension that bleed into our own for a moment. But perhaps some ghosts are from our own dimension. But they are distorted images of a different part of the wave. They get more distorted the further they get from our time. Mm, lots of talk about waves and time or what have you. It sounds a little bit uh, Einsteinian for my liking. A little bit theory of relative itty-ish. For my personal preferences, I know all of this idea of time as a wave and this kind of thing, very popular. Very popular way to think about things these days. I'm not saying it's wrong. If it makes sense to you, if it works for you, then I say, very good stuff. Why not? Let's read another comment. Because I did, let's be honest, the last couple of weeks I've spent not enough time reading the no poll comments, which is really the main point of being here. And I've read a lot of the live stream comments. I will come back to the live stream comments, folks. But I just want to read some of these no poll comments. So Gliu Jat, Gliu Jat says, watch the movie Coco and you will understand. I've never heard of it. 
Grant F-U-C-K says, so a bit of a weird idea based somewhat off the stoned ape theory. Uh-oh, here we go. I believe ghosts are residual energy, which I'm sure you can agree with. However, every form of energy is in constant decay. This is sounding a little bit scientism to me as well, but that's just my personal... I shouldn't interject. Let me Let me go back to reading this comment. He says... That decay is based on time const- time constants, specifically five time constants. After each time constant, 63.2% of the energy at the beginning of the constant is lost. After five constants, it's close to 100%. I can't read the rest of this comment, and that's no disrespect to Grunt, F-U-C-K, but this is... Not, I'm not feeling the vibe. All right, let's go to J Draven WX, who says... Maybe the ghosts are interdimensional beings that either die themselves or simply enjoy communicating with us and tricking us or scaring us. Hmm, maybe they, maybe the ghosts are just having fun. I wonder if there's a ghost here with me right now, here on the top floor of this apartment in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. If they're, well, they wouldn't be able to understand me, would they? Unless, unless they, they learned English, but English wasn't very common back in the day in this country. It's really more of a new thing. And presumably, if there was a ghost in this apartment, they would have died before English became common. So even if I was, even if there was a ghost sitting next to me right now, they probably wouldn't understand anything I'm saying. And I don't speak anywhere near good enough Bulgarian to communicate with them. Although I could try. Let me see if I can say something uh, to the ghost. Now I can't think of anything. That I could say it would make sense. Like if I, I want to say to the ghost, if you can hear me, then please just turn off a light. I don't know how to say that in Bulgarian though. But that would be spooky, wouldn't it, folks? Wouldn't it be spooky if one of the lights in this room went off right now? Because I'd be like, holy shit, the ghost speaks English. Where did the, where did you learn English, you cheeky ghost? Where did you learn English? I want to go there to learn Bulgarian. I need to fast track my Bulgarian. Hmm. Well, if you can understand English, if this place is has a ghost, and if the ghost can understand English, then please reveal yourself to me by turning off one of the lights in the room right now. Holy shit, guys. You won't believe what just happened. No, I'm just kidding. None of the lights went off. Did I fool you? Did you fall for that? I doubt it. I didn't really sell that one very well, did I? None of the lights went out. Let's go back to the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. See what people are saying. People from all over the world. Oh, what it's saying that we're off. Why does this always happen? No? We're still here? No? Guys, am I still streaming? Or am I off? Can you guys hear me? Can anyone hear me? Am I just talking to myself? Just me and the ghost. Is it just me and the ghost? Doubt it. I didn't really sell that one very well, did I? No, it says we're still streaming. So let's go and take a look at the live stream chat, see what people are saying. Rocco Calzone says, Not all who wander are lost, JLB. Please elaborate on that, Rocco Calzone. To whom are you referring? I would love to learn more. Influence Freedom says, We didn't see him during sleep. It happened to us in broad daylight on the road. 
even moved my car thinking it was an odd man in the middle of the road, worried he would jump in front of the car. My goodness gracious me. Giggy Abilin says, Simon, one of the people in the live stream chat, do you play with Ouija boards? Simon says that he has seen the hat man, came face to face with him while he was awake. He reached his hand out to grab me. He left three red scratches like a monster can on the inside of my arm. Holy shit, folks. So a lot of you guys have experienced ghosts or hat men or other supernatural forces. This is like, I mean, I know the sample size is, is relatively small here, folks, but we're getting a lot of reports in the live stream chat of people who feel as though they've had these experiences. And I probably should have seen that coming, to tell you the truth. I probably should have seen that coming, but I didn't. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. But I should have. Wow, this is amazing, folks. This is amazing. So in the live stream chat, Von Gogh says, you're still live. Rocco Calzone says, loud and clear. Influence Freedom says, we hear you. Ivy Bird says, yes, we hear you. And Rocco says, no skips or buffering. Giggy Abilin says, be careful what you wish for, John LeBon. Well, Giggy, it's funny you should say that because some years ago, I had this idea that if I could keep working my normie job and save some money and try and build up this online thing that I do and present more research, produce more content, get more people to join the website and be part of this skeptical community that I was building at the time, I thought perhaps one day I can travel the world as a digital nomad making just a small amount of money online and living in low cost of living countries and seeing the world, experiencing what the world has to offer and broadening my horizons. And I thought, what a thing to work towards. What a goal. What a dream. People said it couldn't be done, Gigi Abilin. They said, no way. You can't make enough money doing independent research and content creation to travel the world. They said it can't be done. And I said, well, you might be right. Let's go and find out, shall we? But this is the goal. This is the dream. I worked towards it. And wouldn't you believe it? I achieved it. And that was when the problems really started to begin. And then I discovered some things that shook me to the depths of my miserable soul. And so if I could go back in time, I might be more careful what I wished for. Maybe I should have wished for something a bit more mundane. Maybe I should have just wished for a wife, one or maybe two kids, a job, a respectable corporate job somewhere, a mortgage, and uh, a house full of lots of stuff. A nice new TV, a new set of uh, couches, some nice cutlery, some nice cookware would be nice. That's perhaps what I should have wished for. The goal, the dream, you know what I mean? But instead I went down this path and here we are talking about people reporting to have been engaged in certain activities with... Ghosts wearing hats and then getting in trouble when they tell their boyfriend when they wake up. They're like, honey, you won't believe what just happened to me. 
Oh boy. Well, we all take different paths in life, don't we? Oh yes. Rob File says, JLB, I used to work at Victoria Barracks in Kilda Road, and I could tell you some freaky stories I experienced at that place, especially A and C blocks. So I think he's talking about working at a prison. Please, Rob Files, tell us your story in the live stream chat. I will read it out, and it will be saved for posterity, not just for the live stream viewers right now, but people who will watch on delay tomorrow, people who listen to the MP3 tomorrow, and who knows into the future, people might hear this. You tell your story, you write it down there, and I will read it out verbatim, my friend. Chris Kinghorn says, look, mum, I'm in the chat. Hello, Chris Kinghorn. Unico says, manifestation is real. Yes, Unico, it is in my opinion, and I decided, well, you see, I was rather captivated by this topic of sync, synchro-mysticism, this idea of finding patterns in movies and other pop culture, in news stories, and in the real world, and trying to make sense of them, because some of these patterns, there's too many to just be coincidence, or so it seems. But what can happen is that if you start going down this path, it's like playing with magic with a K. And you can find yourself, and I know this sounds crazy, that things can happen where you start to wonder, hold on, did that event that just happened, was this in some way influenced by the book that I just read or the movie that I just analyzed or what have you? And before you know it, your whole life can change in ways that you probably didn't even want to think were possible. And so this idea of manifestation and magic with a K, some people say some good things can come from it. I'm not here to argue with them. But I think if you meddle with the forces of evil, Mr. Beale, sometimes things can happen. That perhaps you think, well, my reality was kind of cooler before this latest development. I kind of wish that this particular path wasn't the path that we went down. If I can put it in such obscure terms. Hilly says, please tell the story. Well, I might tell the story, Hilly, if we get time later on. We're about an hour into the show already. We've got a lot to talk about so far. Oh, Rob File says, not a prison army barracks. Established since the 1860s. Stories are to elaborate for a live stream chat. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. They're too elaborate, he says. They're too elaborate for a live stream chat. That's fair enough. Influence Freedom says, JLB, if you really want to understand that sync stuff, I can explain it in detail for the movies and why, but that would take a share screen this with you. I have taught many. Well, if you put a link to your uh, YouTube channel, if I'll go and check out uh, what you have put together, or if you have a website or a blog or something, please, I, I'm i here to learn Influence Freedom. And as somebody who has read both sync books cover to cover, and has interviewed one of the authors of the sync book, and has spent much of the past five years creating and producing independent research and content to do with sync, I consider myself somebody who's fairly well versed in the topic, but if you think you've got information or insights to share, I'm all ears. Don't you worry about that. Unico says, you should do more sync magic content. It's so fun. Well, Unico, at johnlebond.com, there is a wealth of information about sync. 
Of course, JohnTheBond.com is not currently open to new members, but there is a ton of free content there. Make no mistake. In fact, why don't we go and take a look right now at the sync content you might find. If you go to JohnTheBond.com, go to the search bar and type in sync. What comes up, I ponder? Oh, yes, behavioral sync. That was an article I wrote end of last year. Have you guys heard the story about the mouse utopia, the rat utopia? You know, this idea that some um, researchers, some scientists, they put a whole bunch of mice and or rats in this enclosure where they had all the food and all the water they could possibly want. And then the rats kind of went crazy. Have you heard that story? Well, guess what JLB did at the end of last year? He decided to go and research that to find the original documents, the primary sources, that is, the scientific studies themselves, get his hands on these copies, read them, take notes, put together his own piece, analyzing what is the official story here. And wouldn't you believe it, we have been deceived once again. So I called that one behavioral sync, but it's that's a play on words. That's not really about, that's not specifically about sync, although there is some overlap. That's more to do with science analysis, which I like to do at JohnLeBond.com. Ooh, the Sync Sniffles. That was a bonologue that I produced late last year. Sync Mountain. That was a good one. That was when I was in Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria. Ooh, a Sync Storm coming. I like that one. I'm tempted to play that one right now. The problem is there may be some copyright music in there. Ooh, but I'm tempted to play it. Mm, Better not. Better not. It's only a short clip, that one. I'm very proud of that. That video took hours to make. It's only a few minutes long. Very proud of that one. Sinking ships past and present sinks. The sink storm. There's a lot of sink stuff here, folks. Ooh, the missing sink. I made a video series back in 2020 slash 21 called The Missing Sink. And there were eight parts to that series. Totaling about, I don't know, five hours, maybe six hours. And a very detailed series, that one. Looking at the different sinks. Mostly to do with the 311 event. But yeah, guys, there's a ton of sync stuff at JohnTheBond.com. But the one that you might want to take a look at, because it is available for free, you don't need to be a member to see this one, is the sync book review that I put together back in, I want to say, 2018. Let's take a look. When was that? Oh, the end of 2017, I was close. So you don't even need to be logged in to see this article. This is where I review the sync books that were released by... Uh, Alan Abedessa Green and uh, some of his uh, comrades, shall we say, they released two books, in fact, back in, I want to say, 2011, 2012, thereabouts. They released two different books with a whole bunch of different authors talking about this topic of sync. And I've read those books cover to cover. In fact, I travel with those books. There's not many books that I travel with because you need to travel light, in theory. Well, I do travel with both of the sync books and I still flick through them from time to time, especially the first book. Still flick through from those books from time to time. Yes, indeed. So you can read my analysis of the sync books and my research into sync, my early research into sync at johnlebond.com. Yes, indeed. So sync for me is no mere passing interest. Sync did change my life in ways that I wish I could speak about, but sadly tonight I cannot. It's uh, too personal a thing for me to talk about tonight, I'm afraid. Some things happen. Things happen that, uh, you know, things will never be the same again, will they? Things will never be the same again. It's not a secret anymore. Now you've opened up the door. You've opened up the door. The doors of perception. Reality changing. Yeah, yeah, boys. Sync books. What a trip. Anyway, 
Let's get back to the live stream chat. I'm enjoying the live stream chat so far. Gigi Abby Lin says, guys, tell me what color eyes does Nikola Tesla have? Well, I don't believe he had any color eyes because he was in fact a hoax character. There was no Nikola Tesla. That might be news to you. You might think I'm joking. No, let's go back to johnlebon.com. If you go to the key topics, and again, you don't have to be a member. There's a lot of content on there that anyone can access it. Of course, there's a lot more content that is just for members, but you can't join as a member at the moment. I do plan to reopen it eventually, but at the moment, it's just for me and the existing members. It has been that way for six months now. We'll stay that way for a little bit longer. But let's go and take a look at one of the things that you can access, even if you're not a member of JohnLeBond.com. You go to Start, Key Topics, then we go down to Select Hoaxes, the Nikola Tesla hoax. People are like, oh no, he's not a hoax, he's, he's a real man. He came to Earth and he just wanted to share free energy and he was taken down by the establishment. They ruined him. They sent him into poverty. He died impoverished. And all he wanted to do was to make the world a better place. Like Jesus. And people really believe in this guy. They idolize him. They worship him. They look up to him. The only problem is he never existed. Although that's not really a problem. Does somebody have to have existed to have had a positive influence on contemporary people's lives? Can myths help people? I think they can. So if you want to believe in Tesla, I'm not trying to take him away from you. I'm not. You can believe in Tesla all you like, as long as he makes you happy. However, if you are interested in basing your beliefs on the available evidence, if that's what you prefer to do, that is to say, well, here's what I believe, but I'm willing to look at the different angles and reassess the evidence. If that's you, then you've come to the right place, johnlebond.com, because that's what we do. We say, right, let's put aside our emotional investment in certain beliefs and disbeliefs. Let's just look at the evidence. And when you do that for Nikola Tesla, you soon discover that this guy never existed. Never existed. Completely fake character. And now, for someone to hear that, they're like, JLB, that's, that's crazy, man. There's footage of him. And I'm like, oh, he's there. Really? Why don't you go and find that footage? Those same people will generally not come back. But if they do come back, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, there's no footage, but, you know, he existed a long time ago. This Tesla guy supposedly existed. He was supposedly alive when the film... The Wizard of Oz was made with Judy Garland. So you know there were cameras back then. You know there were video. You know there was a very advanced technology when this guy existed, okay? Not advanced compared to what we might have today, but advanced compared to what some people seem to think people had back in the early 1900s. Yes, they did have cameras. Yes. So the fact there's no footage of this guy... That is a red flag. Now, that's not proof that he didn't exist. Where I'm going with this is, a lot of people are like, oh, no, there's footage of him. They just believe that. And then when you say, okay, go and find it, they can't. Most of them never come back. But the ones who do, they don't come back and say, you know what? For some reason, I just believe there was footage of him. I now realize there wasn't. I now realize that maybe my perception of this character may not be accurate. I'm going to start from the start. They don't do that. They'll just come back and be like, okay, there's no footage of him, but I've got photos. Do you see what I mean? It, it's, they're not basing their opinions. They don't put their, their opinions to the side and say, right, let's start from the start. People don't do that. Humans don't do that. Most of them. That is one of the reasons why it's fair to say I'm a very strange character. I'm a very strange person. I'm a very strange individual. Because I see this guy Tesla and I'm like, well, you know, I don't know who this guy is. So I'm going to go and find out what did he say? What did he write? 
I'm going to go and see if I can find the, the primary sources. I'm going to find what books this guy actually wrote. See what I can find. I'm going to read them too. I'm actually going to read them. Who reads stuff anymore these days? Goodness gracious. Well, I do, folks. So I started looking into this Tesla character and I soon discovered that he was actually a fictional creation. And the guy who created this guy was a guy who, to this day, people are given awards in science fiction that are named after this guy. There's a science fiction award that's named after a guy who sort of helps pioneer science fiction. He's the guy who created Nikola Tesla. Sounds crazy, I know. But if you go to johnlebond.com and go to this page, the Nikola Tesla hoax, there's a podcast. It's about a two-hour podcast where I go through all the evidence explaining why this guy's a hoax. Yes, indeed. So a lot of people come to me like, Oh, JLB, the truth should be free. So it's not right that you have a membership section where your content, your independent research only goes to people who pay for it. Should be free for everybody. Well, first things first, there's a lot of content at johnlebond.com which is available for free. And then the second thing is, why should anybody's research be quote-unquote free? Are other people, like, where, where are the people coming and giving me their free research on Tesla? They're not. I wouldn't expect them to. I wouldn't. Any of you listening or watching right now, I would never say to you, you go and spend the hours of your time researching something, put it into an, a podcast or an article that makes it easy to follow the research that you've done, and then come and give it to me for free. Such a thought would never go through my head. But the so-called truth movement is full of people. That's actually what goes through their head. They think other people, including me, we owe them. Somehow we, they think I owe them. It's really bizarre. It's really quite bizarre if you ask me, but then again, uh, most people are bizarre to me. If you ask me, they're all very strange creatures. They'll spend countless money on alcohol or other drugs. That shouldn't be free. They're happy to pay for that. The poisons they put into their body or into their mind to numb the pain of their existences. No, they're happy to pay for that thousands of dollars a year. Independent content and research covering some topics that nobody's ever covered before. No, that should be free. That should be free. You owe it to us, JLB. You owe me. Goodness gracious. Let's go back to the live stream chat. Yeah, in fact, you know what? Let's go and take a look at another clip here. This is a seven news story. This is a seven minute clip, but I'm just going to play the first couple minutes. So I said to you before, if you go to YouTube search and search Are Ghosts Real, comes up with a bunch of results. I played to you the National Geographic result before. This one is from Seven News Australia from one year ago. Has nine million views. It's called Ghosts Caught on Camera. Paranormal videos filmed from across the world. Very interesting. Let's take a look at this. So it's showing a someone has a camera in their lounge room for some reason. Why would you even do that? Ooh, and something just fell off their fell off their uh, what do you call those things? Holy shit! The pot plant fell. Holy shit! This is freaky as man. Now their kitchen utensils are going everywhere. What the hell? A knife just flew into the wall? Now a door's closing? That is one weird, angry ghost, man. Okay, this is different footage. This is footage from an office, and there is a desk chair that's empty, but it's spinning around for no apparent reason. So a ghost must have just been sitting uh, at the desk, maybe uh, manning the fort while the human was offered a toilet break, perhaps. Don't worry, bro. I've got you covered. Mm-hmm. 
Now we're looking at a car in a car hold, and there's a little white thing goes across the screen. Do 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 do. Ooh, a little white thing going across the screen. What could it possibly be? Come on, show us the next one. This one's boring. Ooh, hello. So now we've got someone in a car driving down the road at night. They're driving slowly though. They're coming up to some roadworks. There it is. Oh, now they're looking to the left and they see. They see what looks like a tent. It wasn't a tent, it was this magnificent thing. It just looks like a tent to me. Oh, it's an old house. It's an old spooky house. It's an old derelict abandoned house. Used to be the headquarters of Flat Earth Research 2015. Now it's all derelict. Holy f It's all empty. Go, 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 go. Now we're inside someone's house and they're looking at a wall. It looks like some kind of, um, you know those paintings or those um, decorations some people have? And it's moving all by itself. Now we're looking from CCTV from a house towards a road. It's a footpath. It's a girl just walking down the road, or a guy, I guess. It's hard to tell. Looks like a girl. Where's Thomas J when you need him? And, oh, there's like... Ooh, oh, now the person just disappears. Oh, they just... They go all fuzzy and disappear, but... That's strange. Now we're looking at someone's kitchen area in their house. It's dark, but there's a light off in the distance. Maybe a hallway light. What are we going to see? Didn't see anything. Now we're looking at someone's, or maybe their living room, perhaps. Night time, but there's a light on. Don't really see anything. Maybe this is the headquarters of Pirate Coin. It is also empty. Whatever happened to Pirate Coin? Headquarters empty. The ghosts of pirates past. Now we're looking outside. This is... These are all different clips, obviously, folks. This is the Channel 7 News have taken different clips from around the world. Apparently. Oh, and it looks like a looks like a young girl floating into the house, man. That is creepy shit. Now we're looking for someone's uh, porch. We can see someone walking. It's at night time. They're just walking. Oh, and now they're disappearing too. Oh my god. Spooky folks. Okay, now we're in someone's storage room in their house or something. Very messy. Oh, looks like a ghost just walking around. Holy shit. I still think the one with the knives flying everywhere, that was the craziest one. Oh, now the ghost has set off an alarm. Well, that's just... What if the people who live there are sleeping, mate? That's why ghosts get a bad name, because of stuff like that. Now we've got some dudes with guns. Looks like some kind of uh, drug bust or some kind of uh, drug turf war. And there's a door just opening and closing by itself. Holy shit. As if these guys involved in the drug wars don't have enough problems on their hands. They've got ghost doors as well. Who would want to be part of a drug gang in South America? Who would want to be? Not for all the tea in China, I say. I know they're dealing with ghosts as well. Yeah, they're running. Blair Witch Project style. 
Caralho, mano, o que, que é isso, bicho? Não, você pode rumar, mas você não pode esconder dos ghosts. Agora estamos de volta em casa de alguém, olhando para sua sala de living room, slash entertaining area. E o que vamos ver? Vamos ver um pequeno white thing scoot on past. Para aqueles de vocês que estão ouvindo o MP3, eu desculpe, você não pode ver o que eu estou vendo. Espero que eu esteja descrevendo bem e você tenha a ideia. Isso é Channel 7 News da Austrália. Agora tem alguém caminhando por sua sala. Oh no, it's a doctor's room. They're in some kind of medical practice. Maybe even an old abandoned hospital. Maybe an old abandoned mental hospital. For all of the flat earthers. Oh, it's an empty room. Did JLB just call flat earthers mentally? No, I wouldn't do such a thing. Flat earth people. Totally. Cool. Alright, well, I think we've seen enough for today from this particular clip. Let's go back to the live stream chat. Already an hour and 20 minutes into the stream. Are ghosts a hoax, I'm asking? Let's see what people are saying in the live stream chat. Lovely people from all around the world. Let's see, who have we got here? Infinite Loops Lawson says, Hope you are well, JLB. Yes, I'm rather well. Another beautiful day here in Plovdiv today and... Went out and got my sunlight and my exercise, as I like to do. And I feel like the worst of the winter's behind us. And I'm looking forward to a lovely summer. That's what I'm looking forward to. And today was a beautiful day. And I am feeling a little bit of what they call, is it anhedonia? A little bit of melancholy that uh, tends to happen when you quit all vices for two months. The first month you feel fantastic, you're riding the pink cloud as they call it, the pink cloud of happiness. Every day you just feel like you're blessed to be alive. So day 14 of sobriety and no vices, day 21, day 28, you feel amazing, but at a certain point it wears off and then you just find yourself walking around going, man, this is, uh, what am I doing here, do you know what I mean? So you go to the local watering hole and you sit down, everyone says hello, how you going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't see you much here these days. Oh, yeah, I'm not drinking as much. You say to the barkeep, just one water, brother. Thank you very much. So you sit there with your water and you're just like, hmm, this is not, uh, this is not how I envisioned this overseas trip sitting here in a dingy little bar, watching sports ball, drinking water. This isn't what I had uh, in plan, you know what I mean? But, of course, sobriety comes with many uh, benefits, doesn't it? The weight comes off. You save money. You don't have the crippling anxiety that tends to come with regular drinking and what have you. So, many benefits, of course. Many benefits to sobriety. What did I say? Tomorrow's two calendar months. Goodness gracious me. Yes, no, I'm doing well. Thank you. Who asked that? Who said that? Infinite Loops Lawson. Thank you. You hope I'm well? I'm very well. I haven't got too much to complain about. I haven't got too much to complain about. No ghosts throwing knives around my kitchen, which is obviously something to be happy about. Been living here for more... Actually, what are we now? We're in February. Been living here for... No, we're in March. I moved in... Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's a year. I've been living here for a year. And not once has a supernatural force thrown a knife across my kitchen. So, you've got to look at the bright side of things, don't you? 
Von Gogh says, I have a cool little sink story from a while back. I bought some used golf balls off a local marketplace and I was cleaning them up while listening to you, JLB, talk about the film Total Recall. Ooh, I love that film. Von Gogh continues, while listening to you talk about Total Recall, the golf ball in my hand that I was cleaning had the name Hauser typed on it. I had just watched the movie with my friend a few days prior. Now, that is cool. For those of you who don't know, there's a character called Hauser in Total Recall. And, of course, Total Recall is this film. I don't know about the newer one that they made a few years ago. I haven't seen that one. But the original, which was based on... What's it? It was based on a book or based on a short story called Something Wholesale. Remember it for you, Wholesale or something. Forget the name of the guy who wrote that story. Anyway, Total Recall, this idea of are your memories really your memories? If you were in some kind of dream or simulation, how would you really know? So it's kind of a propos for this topic that we're talking about today for Conspiracy No Poll Review number 7 on March 7, 2023. Are ghosts real or a hoax? And people are talking about different experiences with sleep paralysis and seeing a different uh, supernatural forces and what have you. If you were in a dream and the hat man was there and he had come to do bad things to you, how would you know it was really a dream? How would you know this wasn't your real life and this was the hat man coming to get you in your real life? How would you know that? How would you know? And then one day, if you found yourself trying to get to the bottom of an international, in Total Recall's case, even interplanetary conspiracy, but uh, a worldwide conspiracy of some people trying to hide the truth about who we really are and where we're really from. And every step along the way, it seemed like people were there to get in your way, but they never succeeded. And there were other people to help you. And then with their help, you managed to get to the bottom of the grand conspiracy. At what point would you start to think, hold on a second. How come, like, how come I'm the star of this show? Like, this, it's, this is too much, too many things have worked out well for me. And all the people who try to stop me, they all fail. And I seem to be the only one who's gotten to the bottom of this grand conspiracy. Is this all some kind of... Did I pay for this experience? Am I in Total Recall right now? Am I sitting in a chair in Total Recall, having this experience implanted into my mind? Do you know what I mean? Things have worked out a bit too well. Been living this life of like the international man of mystery, and there's been all kinds of experiences that would make a lot more sense if this was all some kind of preordained what do they call it in no total recall they they call it the ego trip they call it the ego trip don't they and uh of course arnie takes the ego trip or hauser i I think he's actually that's one of his names is hauser but he's got a couple of names because he's got different identities you know what i mean those people have multiple identities those strange people with multiple identities and so, yeah, at what point would you start to think, hold on, too many too many planets have aligned in my life and every time someone tries to stop me, they fail, almost like they were never really meant to succeed in stopping me. I was always, I was always meant to, to reach the end path of this. This all seems, seems too convenient, doesn't it? Am I in a dream right now? What kind of dream is this? Who the hell dreams of... Being sober for two months in a tiny little city that no one's ever heard of. There's not a great deal to do. Who dreams of such a thing? 
If I paid for that upsell, that total recall, I want my money back. You cheeky buggers. How does this fit in? How do you sell this? How did you sell this to me, you total recall salesman? I don't know. Where was I? Oh, yes. So, Von Go, that's a cool sync story, man. I like it. You know what, folks? Since I spoke about JohnLeBond.com before, and I mentioned there's lots of free content there, including the Nikola Tesla Hoax 2-hour podcast, go and check it out, yeah, yeah. One of the pieces that I'm most proud of, and I wrote this while I was in Malaysia, funnily enough, I was doing a month sober on this tiny little island. Well, it's not really a tiny island, but the city I was in was tiny. The city's called Kuching. It was actually on Borneo, which is actually a fairly big island. But uh, the city Kuching is small, and I happened to be doing a little sober stint back then. So I had a lot of time to write, and I wrote this piece called The Conspiracy Ego Trip. And I was writing about how, if you analyze this film Total Recall, you can't help but notice there's a few sinks in there to do with 9-11 and other major events. And then I couldn't help but notice some other sinks that seem to mirror up with the so-called truth movement. So I wrote this detailed piece about that. That was back in May of 2019, so we're talking almost four years ago here, folks. To this day, one of my proudest pieces. I turned it into a three-hour presentation as well, that piece. So if you are a member of JohnTheBond.com and you haven't seen that piece, uh, either the videos or the original article, I recommend you go and check it out. But I'm telling you, there's some trippy stuff in there to do with other characters who you might know from the so-called truth movement. Some of the things that they've said or done or when they disappeared at certain times as well. Very, very, very trippy stuff. I mean, I can't really do that piece justice now, but if you have access to it, go and check it out. And if you're not a member of JohnTheBond.com, you can't access it. But like I said, go and check out the other free stuff. There's lots of stuff there waiting for you. And to make sure you're on the mailing list, there is a JohnTheBond.com mailing list. There's a link in the show notes below. It's free. And when I do reopen John the Bond membership temporarily, you'll be the first to know via the mailing list. I do plan to open it up one more time, sometime soon. Sometime soon I plan to open it up. Okay, let's go back to the live stream chat. We've got about 20 minutes to go here, folks, for this presentation. What are people saying in the live stream chat? Let me just scroll back here to the live stream chat. Linda Curtis says, Truth comes from within. It is free. Paying for content and hard work is different. Linda, I agree with you wholeheartedly. People like myself can't claim to even have the truth to sell. What a crazy thing to offer. What I can offer is the research that I've done, the content I've put together. And many people do. They write books or they have podcasts you can subscribe to or whatever the case might be. Membership uh, websites, Patreons, the whole lot. So what you're signing up for is their content or their community. The idea that me or any other content creator, oh, I've got the truth and I'm going to sell it to you. What truth? What are you talking about? I don't think so. But I still get these people, they'll actually, they'll actually write comments about the truth should be free. Okay? I say that regularly. The truth should be free. And it's like, well, I, I, that's, I take the compliment that you think that I am the truth or that my content is the truth. That's, I don't agree with you, but that's very complimentary. But if, like, whatever the case is, why should my work, like, I wouldn't expect anybody else to work for me for free. Like, what kind of an egotistical piece of shit expects other people to work for them for free? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But in this scene, it's very common people have this attitude. Napoleon Wilson says that Fakeologist is in the building. Napoleon Wilson, always good to have you on board. You tell me, Napoleon, do you believe in ghosts? Because there's a lot of people in the live stream chat, they've had experiences. They've had, they've 
seen the hat man and I learned from the sleep paralysis subreddit, there's one individual who says that the hat man, he really misbehaved in her dream, really misbehaved. And then she told her real life boyfriend about it and he got angry, possibly because he was jealous of the hat man. Bro, if I ever one day am jealous of the hat man appearing in my girlfriend or wife or whatever's dreams, that's when I know I've, I'm too long for this world. You know what I mean? That's when I know I really, things really didn't work out for me. If one day I'm sitting there and a nice lady says to me, I had this bad dream last night and the hat man did some bad things. If my reaction is to get angry at such a story, I really have let myself down. I'm not trying to judge anybody. Maybe there's more to the story that she's not explaining. Maybe the boyfriend got angry for other reasons. Maybe because she's told the same story a hundred times. And he's like, honey, please stop waking me up to tell me about you and the hat man. Okay, I'm trying to sleep here. Like maybe maybe there's another side of the story that we're not getting. So I'm not trying to judge anybody. But if if it is the case that there's some guy and his girlfriend or wife, whatever, said to him, honey, the hat man did some bad things. And his response was to be like, I knew you and the hat man are up to something. No, it's not what you think. No, I knew it. I could tell you've been acting differently lately. I don't care for him, honey. It's just a physical thing. No, I don't care. It's that's you cheated on me. It's all over. Ready, Rover? You and the hat man can get out. What a time to be alive, folks. Rob File says, JLB, I dare you to tell an average Serb that Tesla never existed. Well, the thing about the Serbians is I would this is just me talking here. I would probably avoid telling them anything they don't want to hear. Because they can be quite feisty characters, can't they? Yes, indeed. Quite feisty. Quick to anger, some might say. Not all of them. There are some lovely Serbian people. I mean, this whole part, this whole part of Europe is full of lovely people. Don't get me wrong. But the Bulgarians tend to be rather reserved, rather quiet, and thoughtful. And it, if you, for you to piss off a Bulgarian enough for them to like start yelling or carrying on, you probably have done something wrong. They, they take... They're, um, the, the word that I can come up with is reserved. I'm sure there's a better word for it than that, but that's what the Bulgarians tend to be. But you just have to go a little bit west over to Serbia, and even though in many ways the culture is very similar, a lot of their people seem to be less reserved, if I can put it that way. But Bulgarians, no, they're not, uh, not quick to anger, in my uh, experience. All right, who else is here? Meditating is a habit, says that work tied them up today. They got here late. That's not a big deal. You can, of course, catch this stream on delay. And the MP3 is available the next day. What I do is I take the live stream. I download it as a video. I rip it to MP3. I put it into my uh, audio editor, which is called Audacity. I cut out the dead air at the beginning and at the end. And then if I have to balance the audio, I do that as well. I put a lot of work into it to make it more listenable. Then I publish as an MP3, which you can access on all the different podcast uh, things. I think you can even get John the Bond podcast on Spotify. Don't quote me on that. I think you can. You know what? Why don't we Google that? Why don't we Google that? Let's go to... Let me find a tab that I'm not using right now. Let's take a look here. Uh, let's go to John LeBon Spotify. I might be wrong, folks. I don't want to say anything that's not correct. Yeah, you can get John LeBon on Spotify. <laughs> Check this out. If you Google John LeBon Spotify, the top result is to John LeBon Spotify. 
This is really cool. Okay, my boy's waiting for it to load. I've never used Spotify, folks, in my life. Not even to listen to myself. Yeah, there it is. John LeBond's on Spotify. So if you use Spotify or different podcast mm, apps or whatever, you can find John LeBond. Just search for it and it comes up with all of the episodes from the Conspiracy No Poll Review, eventually including this one as well. As well. Oh, now, now this is interesting. It's got a podcast that I uploaded from January of this year where I was talking to Fakeologist and uh, some of his people. And I guess we must have spoken about my coronas because on Spotify.com, when you go to the John LeBon podcasts, for that podcast, it has this blue thing above it saying, learn about COVID-19. So I guess it's like, you know how YouTube puts the little information bars below videos? So let me just take a little uh, drink of water here. My voice is going. I'll be back in one second. Forgive me, folks. There we go. Some water. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you know how YouTube, if you talk about a controversial topic, it'll put that little link to Wikipedia uh, below the video. Apparently, Spotify do the same thing. With my podcasts, some of them, it's got a little learn about COVID-19, learn more. In other words, like a, um, I guess, some kind of warning against conspiracy theorists or like a, a crash course in the official story as a way to counterbalance whatever I'm about to say in my podcasts. That is very interesting. But anyway, there you go. So John LeBond is on Spotify. And so this episode that you're watching or listening to right now, you can access it on Spotify and all different podcast apps or whatever, in case you weren't previously aware of that. Okay, let's go back to the live stream chat. Oh, you know what? I want to play this short clip. This is from today, the US program from two years ago. It's called The Science Behind Why People Claim to See Ghosts. It's just a three-minute clip. Let's take a look at this. We are back on this Halloween morning with a question. Have you ever seen a ghost before? Have you? Uh, <laughs> That's a no. According to one poll, 36% of Americans actually say they have. I had to give that some thought. 30, according to a poll. Now, of course, any polls can be bullshit, whatever, but maybe sometimes polls are close enough and... This one seems believable to me. They're saying 36% of Americans, according to polls, believe they've seen a ghost. That's a lot of people, folks. So, one in... So, suppose I'm walking around, and of course, a poll across America, different areas are going to be higher rates and lower rates. I get it. But just speaking in general terms, you're telling me that if I walk around America, one in three people who I walk past will truly believe they've seen a ghost. That's, uh, that is really quite something, isn't it? That's really quite something. One in three. What? How? So if you, and this is for those of you in the live stream chat who have suggested in the, in the comments that you believe you've seen a ghost, doesn't, doesn't that mess with you? Like, so where do you think you live then? If there are ghosts, how can you fit that into your framework? Like, how do you operate? How do you function day to day? And I know the way that I'm asking this question might sound interrogative. I'm not trying to be interrogative or come across the wrong way. This is a serious thing. I'm just trying to think through this. If you truly believe you've seen a ghost, if you truly believe that, or a supernatural force of some kind, how do you live a normal life from that point? Like, doesn't, like doesn't, it, doesn't it mess with you? 
to think that at any time there could be a ghost watching you or... And then if you believe in ghosts, but the majority of people don't, like... So, like, you, you see something that they don't see or... This, this it really strikes me as quite a bizarre thing. I'm going to have to start asking regular people. You know what I'm going to do? Next time I go down to the old watering hole and buy my little bottle of water for two lever and sit there, what I might do is I might say to someone, if there's a breaking conversation or there's a chance, I might say to them, hey, dude, did you hear about the poll in America? They'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I heard that one third of Americans believe there's any ghost. And an open-ended comment like that most people, they can't wait to tell you their, their take on it. Whether, whether they, and so I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what people say. How many of the people down at the old watering hole believe they've seen a ghost? And I'll just, I'll just throw it out there like that. Like, hey, man, did you hear about that news poll that came out? And they'll be like, which one? And they'll be like, the one about ghosts. Apparently, one third of Americans believe they've seen a ghost. And then just see what they say. The only problem is, I know a lot of these guys pretty well. I think I could just about predict each one of their responses one by one. But I should test that theory. I should test it. I'm planning to go there tomorrow to watch uh, PSG versus... Is it Bayern Munich? Some German team is playing tomorrow. Should be a good crowd there tomorrow. The Frenchies versus the Germans. So I might just do this if there's a little break in conversation at some point. Hey, man. Do you believe in ghosts? Maybe I don't want to do that, though. Maybe I don't want to hear their answers. Maybe I don't really want to know if some of these guys are like, yeah, man. In fact, I think my current apartment's... Uh... What's the word? What do you call them? There's a ghost there. Haunted. I think my current apartment is uh, haunted. I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm having such a bad reaction to this topic. I don't know why I'm having such a bad reaction to this topic. I don't know why. Why am I not taking this seriously enough? There are there are real-life human beings around the world who are telling me that they've seen ghosts. And I'm trying to put my... I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm trying to empathize with them like... How would I feel if that happened to me? That would freak me out, man. Are you serious? Are you freaking serious? You actually think... That would freak me out. I'd be like, what the fuck? If I actually believe that's any ghost. If I just saw like a white thing floating or something that I could rationalize away, that's different. But if I truly believed that I had seen a ghost, that would really... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I'd react, but I would imagine I'd be like, holy shit. And I think I'd probably become really interested in the topic and I would start seeking out subreddits about ghosts. I'd probably start seeking out more information about uh, what other people see, how similar is what I've seen to them, or are there different social groups of people talk about this stuff? Like, I think it would, it would lead me down a path of wanting to learn more about all this stuff. Maybe that's why I know so little about this topic because like, I've... As far as I can remember, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost. But, but I could tell you a story, though, about something I do remember from when I was a child. From one of the houses that we lived in. And I never saw a ghost, but some spooky things did happen. And some information came to light about that place. We only lived there for one year. We didn't move out... Because it was haunted. We were, it was a temporary place to live while my parents were, they actually bought their first home, uh, after that. So this was just a place we were staying in, uh, waiting for the, the house that they had purchased. Uh, well, they, I guess they, while we were living in that house, they were looking for a place to buy and blah, blah, blah. So we didn't stay there for one year, that particular house. I still remember it though. Still remember it very well. And 
Yes, some spooky things happened in that place that uh, I could tell you about. But despite all of that, I never saw a ghost. I don't think anybody in my family ever said they saw a ghost there. We never saw the ghost. But there was other evidence that pointed towards a particular conclusion. But I never saw a ghost. Man, if I saw a ghost... Man, if I... I I live in a two-bedroom apartment. This is a two-floor apartment. I'm in the lower floor now. This is the fifth floor of the building. My bedroom is up on the sixth floor, the top floor. So I live in this two-bedroom apartment, two-floor apartment, all by myself. All by myself. And uh, usually of an evening, I go upstairs and I jump into bed. And I just lay there and hope to fall asleep as fast as possible. Sometimes it takes a long time, but I'm just laying there hoping to fall asleep and, and look forward to what tomorrow's going to bring me. If I was just laying there and then I heard like, um, say one of the drawers open, like, you know, that, uh, I can't really make the sound, but like, you know, <laughs> that's, that sounds like a electric thing. No, my drawers are electric. They're just an old wooden drawer, but like, you know, that sound of something opening, like if I just heard a... I'd be like laying there, I'm like, what the fuck was that? And if I heard it close again, like, I'd be like, oh, what the hell? And for like a, fl- a split second, I'd be like afraid to turn around. And then I'd be like, dude, you're a freaking full grown man. Just turn around and see what's going on there. So I'd turn around. And then if just into my frame of view came two eyeballs. And then we like came eye to eye. Me and the eyeballs. And I'd be like, bro, why are you touching my drawers? Why are you touching my underwear, my socks and stuff? Like, fuck off, man. I'm trying to go to sleep here. You know what I'm trying to say? And then it just sort of like creeps away, you know, through the door. And I'd be like, hmm, maybe he understands Bo- Maybe he understands English because I just told him to leave me alone in English and he seems to have understood. That'd be spooky, man. I'd be spooked right out. Getting spooky just thinking about it. Anyway, let's continue with this story from today, from two years ago. 36% of Americans believe they've seen... That's, that's a lot of people, man. That's a lot of people. Got there quickly. Did they really, though? NBC Sarah Harmon is our very own personal Ghostbuster this morning. Tis the season for goblins, ghouls, and ghosts. From cheerful spirits, like in the film Casper the Friendly Ghost... Hi. I remember seeing that when I was a kid, Casper. I was only a kid at the time. I might have been like five years old, I think. Maybe six. I saw Casper at the cinemas. So like one of my earliest memories from the cinemas was seeing Casper. And I've, I've never seen the film again since then. But I still remember what happened at the end, how they tricked the bad lady. Where they were like, but how about your purpose or your mission or your unfinished business? That's what they said, unfinished business. And she was like, I have no unfinished business. And so because she said that, she was de-ghosted. She was taken off to heaven or hell or some shit, I don't know. But it was like this idea of, oh, you have to always have unfinished business. Otherwise, you disappear from this place. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if there's some truth to that. I wonder if we stay here in this realm. And if we ever truly accomplish what we believe we're here to accomplish at that point, we move on to the next realm I do wonder about that sometimes. I do wonder about that. Why are we really here? A lot of people, well, they've had children and now they have to, they're responsible for that child. You know what I mean? Like they've got, 
that's a pretty good reason to, to get up in the morning and to go to a job or whatever. There's a little human being that you're responsible for because you brought it into the world. So now you have to look after this thing for at least the first 15 years. But really, you should be there for the rest for the rest of your life. You should be there when they need you. You know, theoretically, in the ideal world, right? But for those people who don't have children, what's our real purpose for being here? What's the real point of all of this? You know what I mean? What is the point? Maybe we'll make that a topic for a future Conspiracy No Poll review. Like, what is the point of all of this? Parents don't really need to answer. They've got a good answer already. It's an obvious answer. You're here to look after your kids to make their life better. I'm not saying that's all parents' answer. I'm just saying if that was their answer, that's a fair enough one. Well, yeah, you've you made a human life. That's pretty big deal. So now you have to look after that damn thing. So that's a fair enough answer. But for those of us without children, what the hell are we even here for, man? What is the point? You know what I mean? What are we going to do with this life? We only get 70 years here, 60, 70 years if we're, you know, as long as we don't die in a car crash or something ahead of time. About 60 to 70 years we can bank on, thereabouts, maybe more, but that's that's the concern. Say 60 to 70 years, what are we going to do with these with these years? Are we just going to sit around a two-floor apartment in Plovdiv, Bulgaria and pontificate on a Tuesday evening while stone cold sober? Is that what we're here for? Is that the purpose? I don't think so, folks. Maybe there's more to this. To all of this, what's the purpose? So anyway, I remember seeing Casper as a kid back. I was a kid. There you go. That's a funny story. To the more menacing kind, like the slime. I don't think I've ever seen Ghostbusters. Like I've seen clips from it. I don't think I've ever actually seen the full film. In Ghostbusters. Slime. But for some, haunting apparitions aren't just part of Halloween. I just saw people probably come up in a nervous breakdown. In a tiny village in England, in a 300-year-old cottage, Jenny Parker found herself tormented by terrible visions while she slept. I woke up. Not the hat I couldn't again. move. I was absolutely frozen, petrified out of my life. I could see three or four little creatures. I couldn't see their features. They're, 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 they were horrible. Now, new research is helping to explain why. It's not a ghost, it's not a monster, it's not a demon. It can sometimes be this thing called sleep paralysis. Professors Alice Gregory and Chris French are real-life ghostbusters. They say many perceived hauntings are actually due to a common brain glitch during our REM sleep cycle. Sleep paralysis involves you being totally paralyzed and unable to speak. It's often accompanied by hallucinations and a feeling of pressure, like someone or something is sitting on your chest, a phenomenon depicted by artists going back centuries. Anybody can have those kind of weird experiences. Anyone can hallucinate under appropriate circumstances. For some, realizing there's a scientific explanation makes it less scary. I cried because it was... What's the scientific explanation, though? They didn't... Like, did I miss that? They're saying there's a scientific explanation, but that, like, what is the explanation? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not paying enough attention, but I didn't quite catch the. Such a relief to know it wasn't me. I wasn't doing it to myself. There is no magic bullet against sleep paralysis. What? So they just say, oh well, it just happens in REM sleep. It's a glitch. That's that's the science. My goodness gracious. But experts recommend avoiding caffeine, alcohol, and sleeping on your back which seems to be a trigger. And if you continue to see ghosts, you may find it reassuring to know the experiences are real, if only in our sleeping minds. For today, Sarah Harmon, NBC News, 
London. That is one of the dumbest news stories that I've seen in a long time. What what the hell? Remember, these people vote, folks. Okay. So, all those people who complain about elections being rigged, maybe it's for the best because do you really want these people voting? Ooh, the stuff. I mean, like, actually making any big decisions? I personally don't. Of horror films. What a relief to know that the ghosts are not real. That's why I never stay in a 300. If these people are saying the ghosts are not real, that just makes me think maybe they are. Your old cottage. I feel like that's just like. <laughs> It just doesn't help your chances. That is right? smart. That is avoid very- The best evidence I've seen to suggest that ghosts are real in this two-hour presentation is these two bozos saying that they're not. Very smart. Pick another place to yeah, stay. Yeah, good tip there. People watch that crap, man. People, people watch this stuff. And they have children. Oh, boy, where are We're in a lot of trouble. Okay, let's go and see what the live stream chat is saying. Yeah, yeah, boy. That's what we like to do here, Conspiracy No Poll Review, episode number seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry about the data here, folks. Just reading through some of the comments. Gigi Abilin says, guys, give this video a thumbs up, please. Thank you, Gigi Abilin. I, I forget to say that. I forget to say to people, remember to subscribe, like, and share. Yeah? Is it like, subscribe, and share? Whatever it is. I forget to say that. Really, the best thing you want to do, if you haven't already, is just make sure you're on the free JLB mailing list. It takes 10 seconds to join. Because that way... I, look, I don't want YouTube to kibosh me. It's happened before. It might happen again. I don't know if it will happen again, but it might. But having my own mailing list means that, no matter what happens, I can just notify people via email if I start a new channel, if I start a new website, or if I put my content on some other platform. It's so easy to do that. And anybody listening to this, if you are a content creator, it's easy to start a free mailing list it's easy for your audience to go and join it. And then it's all free too for all of you. And then if you ever need to let them know where new content is or whatever, you can just send them an email. Now, it's not a perfect system because Google Mail still uh, traps emails or calls them spam or promotions, or whatever. So it's not a perfect system, but it's a million times better than nothing, isn't it? It's, well, I shouldn't say a million times, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's a lot better than nothing, what I'm trying to say. So. If you are a content creator, whether you're a YouTuber, podcaster, uh, you're a writer, whatever you do, get yourself a mailing list and then tell your audience to go and sign up and it will take them 10 seconds and you're much better off that way. And that way you don't have to worry about YouTube or BitChute or Odyssey or any of these people kiboshing you. Obviously, you don't want that to happen, but you've got a uh, built-in backup. It's a sensible way to do things. So... To content creators, go and get yourself a free mailing list. And to the people watching this, make sure you're on the free Jalby mailing list. It takes 10 seconds to join. And it's a way for us to get around the kiboshings that do sometimes happen with these big tech platforms. All right, what else have we got here? Lots of people. ATBAFE says soul trap. What, you think this realm is a soul trap? Some people believe that. ATBAFE says, karma is a belief-based construct and is part of the trap, the reason we get deceived into reincarnating to correct our karma. So what's the alternative option then? So let's just say that people can or do reincarnate here. What's the other option? Where else would you go? See, this is a serious question. Like, is the other place better than here? Maybe I'm better off here. This place isn't that bad, in my opinion. It could be better. Don't get me wrong, but 
There's lots of cool things about this place. There's lots of cool things. I'll give you just one example. Anybody can sit there with a couple hundred dollars worth of hardware and broadcast their thoughts to the entire world, to potentially millions and millions and millions of people, and then they can get interaction with those people, in my case, reading live stream comments, or receiving emails, or comments that are left on, on articles or whatever, or you can find other people who are broadcasting their ideas to millions of people. You can go and listen to them or read their work and interact with them. So this is freaking magic, man. This is, it just blows me away that I can do this and that you guys can do this. We can all do this. This is freaking amazing to me. And we just take it for granted. People just take it for granted. Sometimes I take it for granted. I forget, man, this is amazing. I'm sitting here in an apartment in some city most people have never heard of. And I'm talking seemingly to myself, but actually I'm being heard by, in real time right now, dozens and dozens of people around the world. And then by this time tomorrow, this stream will have been seen or heard by hundreds of people. And then I'll release the podcast and then we'll get another 100 or 200 people. So you add it all up, you've got hundreds of people around the world. We'll hear what I'm saying, even though I'm talking to myself. That's pretty cool if you ask me. Now, people can come back and say to me, oh, yeah, but JLB, how about Epstein Island? And how- Okay, I, I know there's lots of things to focus on that seem dark. I think they're mostly hoaxes, but some some bad things do happen to real people. Like we heard that story earlier today from somebody in the live stream chat. I think it was Ivy Girl was her name. I'll go back and check. Saying that she had a fiancé and then they had some strange experience and then he passed away shortly. I mean, that's that's a bad it's a really bad story. Like, bad things do happen to people. Most of... I'm pretty sure all of us know someone who died too young and it was tragic and... Or we've seen some things we didn't want to see or, you know, we've had bad things happen to us. Like, we've all got traumas to talk about or, or whatever. Yeah, I'm not denying any of that. But, man, I can... I can sit there with this little device that's like, how big? Like, you can fit it in your pocket. And this thing, you can ask anything and it's got so much information to give you. You can sit there all day. And just consume information. You know what I mean? And then you can just press buttons and then talk to someone. Hey, man, did you hear about this deadly, invisible, body-possessing demon? It's on the loose. It's from China. And that person can be like, nah, bro, that's a hoax story. What? A hoax story? Yeah, nah, it never happened. Nobody nobody died. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got welded into their apartments because of some bullshit virus. It's like, what? That's freaking amazing to me, man. So if, if I didn't get reincarnated here as a point of my story, then what if I go to some other place that doesn't even have this? Yeah. Maybe I'd prefer to be back here. You know what I'm trying to say? This place ain't so bad. That's one of the things too, man. The whole conspiracy scene, the whole alternative conspiracy truth scene. There's a lot of people here. And if you were just to ask them, are you happy? They'd say yes. Or if we said to them, you know, are you enjoying life? They'd say yes. And it's like, okay. But outside of asking them direct questions, if you just listen to how they speak about their lives, you'd swear they're miserable. Because most of what they're talking about is bad stuff this bad news story or these bad politicians or this corrupt pharmaceutical company executive or, you know, this normie said this to me. or It's like, man, you say that you're happy, but most of what I hear you talk about is negative stuff. Oh, no, it's not negative. I'm just spreading the truth. Spreading the truth about what? That you're miserable. I'm not miserable. I'm happy. Then why are you focusing on all the negative stuff, man? This scene, guys, I'm telling you, there's lots of good people here. Lots of well-meaning people. But if, but once you sort of, once you put on those glasses, they live style, and you realize, hold on, I can just assess people by what they focus on. 
a lot of these people are focused on some pretty negative shit. That's one of the reasons I do like the normies. Most of the normies I know, they're just happy-go-lucky, you know, blah, 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 just cracking jokes all the time and can't have a real serious conversation with them. It's uh, borderline, or it's just not practical, is it? But in terms of what they focus on, it's just pleasantries and, oh, da 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 blah, 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 you know. Whereas a lot of uh, truth of people, most of what they want to focus on is just negative shit. And I'm like, that doesn't make you a bad person, but that's the kind of energy I need to limit, you know what I mean? It's it's not my wavelength. That's not my preferred wavelength anyhow, you know what I mean? Yes, anyway. Alfred Killian says the stories in the news normally dramatized. Maybe they found the one person who reckons they saw one and just asked him more. Lots of comments in the live stream chat. So, folks, what I want to show you right now is ghost the film ghost film we were talking earlier about sync this is 1990 film directed by jerry zucker starring patrick swayze and demi moore and oh take a look at that poster artwork that was back in the, that was back in the early 90s folks they don't leave much to their imagination there do they goodness gracious me budget of 22 million grossing half a billion this was a very successful film now there's a scene in this film. Let's go to ghost subway scene. Don't know if I can play it, but I can just show you screenshots, I think. Shouldn't get me kiboshed by our friends at Big Tech. So subway station, old mate Patrick Swayze is trying to work out, you know, why is he dead? So he finds this ghost. And where does he find the ghost? Well, they make it very clear to you it's at the 42nd Street subway station, 42, 42. Not just there, but in another part of the scene. There it is, here. You can see it. They make the 42 very clear. If you start looking into the sync books and the sync book people and the work that they've done, you'll find that 42 is a very important number. And you might say, oh, but JLB, there's lots of important numbers. Yeah, I'm sure there are. 42, however, seems to keep coming up time and again. I'll give you another example. If you go to johnlebond.com, you see the banner, this terrific banner. So whoever put this together, I think, has a... Just a gift. And if you look at the front and center, the main guy is this guy here. This guy's from a movie called Waking Life by Richard Linklater. That's the guy, the boat ride, the boat captain. He helps get the whole story going because he picks up the dude from the airport. He says, where are you going? He's like, I don't really know. He's like, we'll jump in. Anyway, so he takes him down the road in the boat and he's talking about how, you know, life is about, it's like getting a pack of crayons. You might get the eight pack, you might get the 16 pack. But it's what you do with the colours, the crayons, that matters. I say, colour outside the lines. Don't box me in, goddammit. We're in motion with the ocean. I will not be landlocked. All this kind of stuff. In that scene, Richard Linklater is in the boat with the main character. So it is very much a key scene. On the side of that boat, 424242 over and over again. Now, that's just two examples. You can say, well, Joe, but that's not, that's not enough. I want more examples. That's fair enough. Go and check out the sync books. They're full of them. Go and check out johnlebond.com sync work. The 4-2 stuff is very important. Now, why do I bring that up? Why do I mention all this 4-2 stuff? Well, I'm glad you asked, folks. I'm glad you asked. Because in the film Ghost, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, he learns, he learns, the main character learns how to try to use what energy he does have to change the material world at the 42 subway station. Not at the 41, not at the 43. It was at 42 subway station where he confronts another ghost. And that ghost says, listen, you just have to use your mind 
and you can affect things here in the real world. And I think that's true in our world. If you put your mind to something, I think you can affect the material world for better or for worse. For better or for worse. So what kind of mental energy are you putting out there? Are you focusing on the good or the bad? And I would suggest to my former self, when he was early into this scene, that if you do focus on the, the darker stuff, this might have an effect on your real world. If, on the other hand, you try to focus on the good things in the world, you might find the good things happen. And if you try to be around good people, positive people, good things happen. If you hang around some of the conspiracy circles too long with the negative people, this could have an effect. This could manifest different things in your real life that maybe you don't want. Young JLB, you might want to consider reconsider these things. Is what I might say to the younger version of myself, and maybe the future version of myself, if he was here right now, I might say, "Listen, thirty-five-year-old uh, JLB, you're on the right track, but you're still spending too much time with certain negative energies, and you should know better by now. If they are constantly focusing on negative things, they might be nice people, but." They're kind of shit people and don't be around them. You know what I'm trying to say? That's what the future job might come and say to me. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Who knows, folks? So it is time to wrap it up. I'll read a couple more live stream comments and then we're going to wrap this one up. If you're interested in any of what I've spoken about today, there is a thread dedicated to this. I only just read some of the comments. There's many more. That's Conspiracy No Poll, the best subreddit on all of Reddit, in my personal opinion, although I might be a little bit biased. We've looked at a couple of clips, one from National Geographic, one from Channel 7 News Australia, and this mind-numbing one from today in America. And I've looked at uh, JohnLeBond.com, of course, the Tesla hoax. I know that's a very controversial thing to talk about, because Tesla is like a Jesus figure in the conspiracy scene, because he came, he wanted to share and make the world a better place, but he was backstabbed by the evil corporates who left him in poverty, and he died in poverty for our sins. I know, I get it. That's all a complete hoax. What I forgot to mention, by the way, folks, is that we're having a big member call on Saturday for the three-year anniversary of 3-11, March 11, when Ted Ross, when old mate Ted Ross said, we have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. That was March 11, folks. That was the same day that Tom Hanks, supposedly, the first celebrity to come down with this so-called virus he happened to star in a film called larry crown where the main character larry crown was given the nickname lance corona crown corona there's a couple of significant 311 references in that film believe it or not and tom hanks also would go on to host saturday night live their special zoom he was a main he was one of the main characters of this whole thing the last few years Larry Crown, Lance Corona, 3.11 was when this began. So if you are on the JLB Discord, you might want to be there for Saturday. I've got a article or a little post on JohnTheBond.com explaining what times we're doing the calls. We've got two calls, one that suits the Australians, one that suits the Americans slash Europeans. So two separate calls. You can make it to one of them of the two. If you don't have a link to the JLB Discord, just send me an email, JohnTheBond.com, and I'll take care of you. That is, of course, for members of JohnTheBond.com. Make sure you're on the free JLB mailing list, whether you're a member or you're not. That's uh, the least least you can do for yourself. Ten seconds, and that way, if I do get kiboshed by YouTube, you'll know where to find me next. I'll use the mailing list to let you know. And I want to thank all the people who left their comments in the live stream chat today. I will, in the future, go through the comments that were left on previous episodes. So people come, they leave their comments on the YouTube archive of these streams. 
And I do want to go back and read them. So I will definitely do that, whether it's the next episode or the episode after. So thanks to those of you who've been leaving comments on YouTube, both in the live stream chat and on delay. Thanks to those of you who leave comments on the MP3 upload at johnlebond.com. Thanks to those of you who've sent through private correspondence to say that you enjoy these shows. All the positive stuff, I truly appreciate it. And I hope this has been an enjoyable episode, guys. It didn't really... It just didn't work out the way I expected. This is... um. This is this is full on for me. Like I have to be reminded every now and then that uh, a lot of people who I mix with, including intelligent people, they really have experienced things that I haven't experienced. And and to me, it's like that would have to affect your worldview, though. And and so it's it's just difficult for me sometimes to like put myself in other people's shoes when they say that they've experienced ghosts, because I'm like, well, if that happened to me, and then I start trying to put myself in their shoes, and I think, well. That would have a that would really affect me quite uh, dramatically, I would think. And then, but then you say that you've seen ghosts, and yeah, it's all a bit trippy for me to tell you the, the truth, folks. Some of this stuff, and I'm sure it's the same. If I was to tell you some of my sink stories, if you've never experienced a sink, it'd be the same thing. Where you'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know, JLB. Like, doesn't you know? It's we've all got different experiences, folks. So, to those of you who have had your experiences with the ghosts and with the the poltergeists and the different forces, thank you for sharing. And uh, yeah, I've got a million things I could say, but we're at two hours already, so uh, this will be available as an MP3 tomorrow. We'll be back next week, so that'll be the 14th of March for episode eight, and this is a 12-episode season, folks, so we're already well past the halfway mark. Just a few episodes to go, and then once we've got through 12 episodes, I will reassess the series. I'll decide, is the format working? Is the time slot working? Uh, the different things that I can do to improve the show, or... Should I take a break from the show and do something different for a while or what have you? We'll do all those assessments at the end of the season, but 12 episodes, I think, makes for a good season. So we'll come back for episode eight next week. And I think that's all I have to say. So a couple more live stream comments that I would like to read out. They're talking... Uh, oh, here we go. ATB AFE says, JLB, that may be the big question, whether ghosts can actually walk through walls. That movie touches on it sort of with, yes, how they learn to affect solid matter. He's talking about Ghost 1990, of course. Uh, Ivy Bird says, JLB, I feel like you told a story about a close family member who passed. Uh, I never really told, I've never really gone into detail about that stuff, but uh, anyone who's watching this or listening to this, everyone's had someone in their family die, haven't they? So that's it's not a unique experience. But um, no, I've never really spoken much about about my my uh, stories about that kind of stuff. Never really got into detail about any of those things. That's just how I am. ATBAFS says, We are emotional beings in our design, which unfortunately is used to control us, both here and in the in-between place, where from we have a choice to return or cross over finally. Very interesting stuff. Well, it is time to wrap up now. So I've already said my thanks. I've already given my information that I wanted to give. I was considering telling a certain story that maybe I can tell that story a different time about the things that were happening in that house that we lived in very bizarre stuff didn't see a ghost though any of us like if my brothers or if my parents that they would have told me so n- none of us were a ghost but some strange stuff did happen I won't tell that story today I mentioned a ghost the film how the events that the, some of the key events happened at 42 if you haven't looked into sync folks I strongly recommend it the sync books, they're like 20 bucks each. Buy the first one, read through it. Either it'll have an effect on you or it won't. Uh, either way, it's worth your 20 bucks. The sync books, 
Go to johnlebon.com, type in sync. It'll come up with some free material about sync. Life-changing stuff, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, I, I could sit here and talk about the whole Ghost 42 thing, but I think we've done enough for today. So, let's go out. What are we going to go out with? Let's go out with Auto Hoax. Auto Hoax or GTFO by Chief Crow and the Flat Earth Worms. This is JLB coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria on March 7 slash 8 of 2023. This has been Conspiracy No Poll Review number 7. We've been talking about ghosts. Thank you to the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit. Thank you to Save Me Jeebus who posted that thread on Conspiracy No Poll. If you like any of these kinds of topics that we've covered over the last seven weeks, if you like to read other people's thoughts, share your thoughts, interact, have conversations, what have you, Conspiracy No Poll is the place to be. It is the best subreddit on Reddit, in my personal opinion. You go along and check it out for yourself and make up your own minds. That'll do us for today. Here is Chief Crow and the Flat Earthworms, Autohost or GTFO. I'll see you guys next week for the next edition of the Conspiracy No Poll Review. But until then, have yourselves a lovely day, lovely evening. And, uh, yeah, hopefully... Oh, that's right. I remember now. The sleep paralysis stuff. You know, there's actually another way to explain sleep paralysis. And it's some of the darkest stuff. Oh, my goodness gracious me, folks. Uh, I published something on johnlebond.com. Let's scroll down to this. It's called Alien Feels. I published this on 242. This is on February 24. There's your 242 code. This could be some of the most black pill stuff I've ever covered. There is an explanation for why people think that they've experienced sleep paralysis or they think that they've been abducted by aliens. And they're not... I mean, some of them might be lying, but a lot of them, their testimonies are genuine. Their memories are genuine in the sense of they're not just making this up. They've actually got something in their head. What they don't realize is where those memories really come from. And I believe I do know where those memories come from. And it's actually way darker uh, than, than most people could possibly want to contemplate. So I wrote an article about this a few years ago. I made a video presentation about it a couple of weeks ago. It's called Alien Feels. It's available to members of johnlebond.com right now. If you haven't checked it out already and you want some black pills, go and check it out. If you don't want any black pills, maybe you want to avoid that piece. But, uh, yeah, that's some really that's some really dark stuff, guys. That's, uh, oh, goodness gracious me. What a note to go out on. What a note to go out on. Auto hoax or GTFO. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'll just fix my little... Auto version of Portugasts. I don't know if it's. I want some dark stuff, man. Go and check out that alien feels, man. Oh my goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, man. With regards to nobody died, nobody got hurt in these wars. Saw this plane come out of nowhere and ream into the side of the Twin Towers, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and the second. Most of you struck with bad because the pilot was just too intense. It wasn't a tent, it was this magnificent thing. <laughs>